What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast here on Spotify. So, today, I had an interesting thing that I wanted to record, especially since, like, I didn't record a real 420 episode. And I'm sorry if you can hear, like, the people outside. I live in an apartment complex, and for once, I'm recording during the day. I know, kind of scary, huh? Oh, man. There's this cute-ass little dog trying to, like, run and jump into the pool area outside my apartment. It's fucking adorable. But anyways, so because I skipped 420 this year, I decided I'd come back and read you guys an article that was my original plan for the 420 episode. And this article is from People Magazine. It's by Lydia Price and Stephanie Sengue. Seng? I don't know if I'm murdering, like, the enunciation of that or what, so, uh hear me out i apologize i just want to you know record a fun little episode read this out for you guys and just have a good time and it's the best stone celebrity confessions ever and it kicks off with from snoop dogg to matthew mcconaughey these famous faces have shared their fat for their funny 420 tales so while some snoop dogg willie nelson seth rogan okay yeah all the well-known stoners of the celebrity community so number one is gonna be snoop dogg no other celebrity has been an ambassador for Mary Jane quite like Snoop Dogg. No shit. That's why the man is like one of my idols. Aside from his music, just like, it's fucking awesome. He helped him admitting he took a few puffs during a visit to the White House. Wow. All right. Oh, yeah. This is the one like that. He talks about how they, he, they told him he could light a little piece of napkin and he nat- he lit a blunt in the White House bathroom. Can you imagine just for a minute, imagine you're in the White House. You're, you're like take, you're getting ready to take a shit, and the first thing that comes up in your mind is the fact that like you should smoke a blunt in the White House bathroom. Only Snoop Dogg could probably get away with doing such a thing, because if you, me, or anybody else committed such a crime, we would probably be in prison for like the rest of the foreseeable future. Next up, Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Shot the film The Beach Bum with Jimmy Buffett, Isla Fisher, Zach Efron, Seth Rogen, and Snoop Dogg. Oh, God. He admitted to being snooped while on set. Oh, God. I go to Snoop and the prop man to make sure I've got the prop weed, because it's not real weed. It's like crushed oregano. So we get into the scene, pass it back and forth, and he goes, Yo, Moondog, that ain't prop weed, that's Snoop weed. Oh, shit. He got snooped. He got creeped on by Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg got Matthew McConaughey to smoke. Dude, I feel like Matthew McConaughey would be super fun to smoke with anyway. So, like, that would be really, really awesome. I would love to do something like that. I would love if Snoop Dogg, like, scared me on the street and just pulled up and wanted to smoke with me. Because that would honestly be one of the coolest fucking stories to ever tell. Like, I live in SoCal. So, like, if I'm just walking down the street one day and I see Snoop and he's smoking, I'm going to be like, hey, can we smoke together? Come on my podcast. Snoop Dogg, if you listen to my podcast, I highly doubt it. But if you do, seriously, like, get a hold of me somehow, whether it's through Twitter or whatever. Like, I would love to have you on this podcast. I think that would be a great experience and something I would brag about potentially for the rest of my life. The rest of the night became a blur for the actor. The next nine hours were a lot of fun, but I don't believe he used one word in the English language. Oh, no. Willie Nelson. 
fucking Willie Nelson. There's literally a song called I'll Never Smoke Weed for with Willie Again. He's been an advocate for the herb ever since it was considered a heavy drug and has even been arrested for it. Well, yeah. However, as the world caught up, Nelson harbors no ill feelings and maintains his stance. The canary of the mind of people wondering what happens if you smoke that shit a long time. He told Rolling Stone, you know, I start drinking and shaking or something. Don't give me no more weed, but as long as I'm all right. It's nice to watch it being accepted. Okay, cool. I don't know anybody that's ever died from smoking pot. Had a friend of mine that said a bail fell him and hurt him pretty bad, though. Okay. So, Willie Nelson, I remember seeing a fucking picture of Nelson when I was younger. There was a meme, and it said, You might be stoned, but you'll never be Willie Nelson eating cake sitting in a bush stoned. And there was a picture of Willie Nelson sitting in a bush outside of a venue, literally eating an entire cake with his bare hands. Which is kind of like... I mean, come on, we've all been there. Like, I remember hitting the point where, like, I had superior next levels of munchies for, like, a really long time. And it got bad. It still gets bad. Like, if I get the munchies now, I will get a spoon and straight up eat peanut butter if I'm that hungry. Next up, Chelsea Handler. Handler did a four-part documentary series for Netflix called Chelsea Does back in 2016. Chelsea Doug's drugs. The comedian went and smoked with Willie Nelson. Oh my god. She says she was high for two days. Oh Jesus. I think that would be like... That's like that scary level of stone that you hit where you're like... in the You go from alright to oh fuck real fucking quick. Like there is no like... There's no real way to tell when you finally hit that like... Level where you're like okay... I am absolutely fucking gone. Like, I am faded. Like, you just kind of get there. And there's only been, like, a few times where I've actually gotten there, not intentionally. Like, most of the time, I'll be honest, when I smoke, I smoke to get stoned and, like, go to sleep. So I smoke and I smoke and I smoke. And why is it always when I'm recording that, like, the Air Force base over here decides to fucking send a fighter jet over my house? Jesus. All right. Well, I remember one particular night where this happened, right? And it was me and my buddy. We were bored. It was during COVID. We were at home. We had had family over and stuff that day. So we were kind of like, you know, worked down from like the whole day of dealing with family. And like, we didn't have anything to do that night. So we literally sat in the backyard, had a few drinks and smoked. And we're just, we got to the point where we were just sitting there watching YouTube videos on our perspective phones scrolling through tiktok showing each other funny videos and shit and like that's where it got to that's like the level that we got to and then i finally went to stand up to go into my bed and i was so stoned that like i made it to my bed hit my bed turned on youtube on my tv i don't remember falling asleep i just remember like darkness slowly encroaching on me like tendrils reaching out some sort of imagery like that And I was gone, like I was so high. And then I woke up the next day at like eight o'clock in the morning and just had like the energy of a thousand, like a thousand suns. And so like, I decided to smoke a little bit more. Then I went and got something to eat. Then I went to the gas station, got like an energy drink and a couple sodas. I went home, played some video games. I remember making like chicken nuggets in my microwave and sitting there and eating like almost 30 chicken nuggets dude 30 chicken nuggets by myself 
and it was bad. Like, it was bad. I was that next level stone where, like, I was just absolutely faded, faded. Like, there was no chance of, like, recovering from it that day. And, like, the weird part was I was super stoned when I went to bed. And I woke up. And I don't know if anybody else has gotten this, but you get, like, the after image of being high. Like, you feel like you might still be high, but you can't quite, like, pinpoint if you are, if you aren't, if you're just, you know, feeling the effects of the night before. But I slept from, like, 12.30 to 8 o'clock. I got, like, eight solid hours of sleep and still felt a little bit, you know, buzzy the next day. It was kind of fun. So the next celebrity up is Joey King. Airing out her own confession, revealed she got high while shooting The Kissing Booth. I took an edible while we were still filming. It was very unprofessional. I got so violently high. You know the high when you're so gone, all you know to say is, I'm so high. That's where I was at. I was supposed to hang out with the other people, but I just wound up sitting in my bedroom, eating shortbread walker cookies, and then going to bed. Wow, you know what? That sounds pretty much exactly like the story that I just told you guys. And that is a fun level of stone to be at, but it's not a good level to be all the time. Like, I got so violently stoned one time that I literally made myself, like, sick. I was paranoid. I couldn't eat. Like, I had the munchies. And I made, like, a sandwich, I think, and I ate, like, two or three bites of the sandwich, and then the munchies just went away like that. And, like, I was hungry, but I couldn't eat. I couldn't motivate myself to finish the rest of my sandwich. So I walked to the gas station, got myself a Monster and, like, some Dr. Peppers, walked home, and then then I was hungry because I think all I needed was that little bit of exercise and to hit my pen a couple times on the walk, and I was good. It was a fun time to be had by all. Drake. Oh, Lord. It's hard to believe, but Drake wasn't always the cool, suave wordsmith we know him to be today. During an interview with The Tonight Show, <laughs> he admitted he was high during his audition for Degrassi. It was the first audition I went on, but it was also the day I got accepted by those real cool Jewish kids at school. It was my first time smoking pot, and I really got I started getting really paranoid. I thought I completely ruined my life. I was splashing water on my face constantly. It was like a clear silk commercial. Oh, no. That's, like, not a fun place to be because that's why I tell everybody there's a time and a place to be that high. And the proper time is not always the proper place. Like, okay, I get it. You're going to school in the morning. You want to be a little bit stoned for a couple of periods. Smoke a joint with your buddies outside. Then go into class. Or smoke a bowl in the morning before you go walk to school. Be stoned for a couple of hours in class. Maybe take a nap during one of those periods or something like that. But don't be so high that you can't function if you have something important going on that day. If you, have, if you know you have something important going on that day, getting absolutely fucked out of your mind is not a good idea. All right? Hear me out, guys. I know there's you people, you fuckers that are underage that listen to this fucking podcast. All right, it shows me all my analytics. Don't tell me you're not here because I know you are. Don't be dumb. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt has put his smoky days behind him, but way back when, he and Fight Club co-star Edward Norton decided to be Daredevils for the Venice Film Festival premiere of the cult classic. We thought it was a good idea to smoke a joint before. See? Smoke a joint before. The movie starts, first joke comes up, and it's crickets, dead silent. Another joke, and it's silent. The thing is just not translating at all. The more it happened, the funnier it got to Edward and I, so we just started laughing. He added, we're the assholes in the back laughing at our own jokes, the only ones laughing. 
You know what? That makes perfect sense because I admit I've been that guy a few times, whether I'm at work or I'm like home or I'm out with friends and we're all smoking and shit. I will laugh at my own jokes. Like without hesitation, I will laugh at my own jokes. God damn, these people at the pool are fucking loud and it's only three, like three dudes chilling in a pool. Kind of weird. But I've been that guy to like laugh at my own jokes and then look around and notice that nobody else is having a good time with my humor. So, yeah, that's not a fun place to be. Woody Harrelson, another known fan of marijuana, was on a two-year non-smoking streak until Willie Nelson caught him slipping. I did quit, and then I ran into this fella named Willie Nelson. I quit for almost two years. Every once in a while, you're going to have something edible. I mean, it's not a, I'm not a nun. So I'm with Willie, and he was never comfortable with me quitting. On the road again, Crooner always offered him a hit over the course of this two-year sober, pretending he didn't know. Finally, he passes me the pen after I win a big pot when we were playing poker. I'm in a celebratory mood. He hands me that pen and I just snatch it. I take a big draw of that and says, welcome home, son. And that was that. Honestly, aside from Snoop Dogg, I think if Willie Nelson offered me to smoke with him, I would jump on that shit too. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I would be so enthusiastic about it. Willie Nelson, if you're on Twitter, listen to my podcast and then um, come out to Palm Springs and smoke with me. Kevin Bacon. I didn't think Kevin Bacon would be a smoker. According to Bacon, he and co-star Daniel Stern went to the movies and agreed to smoke marijuana together, knowing that it was their day off. All of a sudden, it's dark. We're watching the movie, and I hear someone go, is Kevin Bacon here in the theater? The voice calling out for him, Bacon noted, gave him a scare. I was like, oh my God, what is happening? Apparently, production needed him back on the set and had been searching for him. Somebody had told somebody that told somebody we were going to go to the movies, and then they went to every single movie theater in Baltimore and found us. When he returned to set, Bacon said that he was fine, and luckily the scene that had to be shot only required his presence in the background. But Kevin Bacon, you lucky motherfucker. Like, <laughs> seriously, what the hell? That would be scary, though. Jennifer Lawrence. Smoking with unidentified rappers at Ellen DeGeneres' 60th birthday party. My ride wasn't ready to leave yet, so I smoked a joint with some rappers. And their shit is different, so I entered a different universe. After getting high, Lawrence headed to a portable toilet when she instigated an intense encounter with another party-goer. The guest offered to let Lawrence go ahead of her in line, but she could tell that the woman was just being bashful. So in the porta potty I'm like, she's gotta poop, this poor woman, she's gotta poop. So I came out and made a beeline for her, and I went to her and was like, look, you gotta go. She continued. She was kind of laughing, but I was like, no, I don't know why you're saying that. I really don't. Security is grabbing her. Okay, cool. Security guard is laughing. So he and I are on the ground laughing, and the woman finally started laughing. Then I got McDonald's on the way back home. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. That's a fucking good story. See, that's a funny story of being too high and getting kicked out of a party by security. Like, I remember one time when we went to a rooftop bar in LA, me and my buddy, we had just finished, like, playing some music. We were having a good time. We were on our way back to our hotel room. And then we figure out that there is a rooftop bar. So we go to the rooftop bar... After hitting our pens in the hallways on the way there and kind of blowing it like down on the ground or like, oh, look over there, like blowing it in our shirts and shit. Get to the rooftop bar. I order a Jack and Coke and my buddy gets a Jameson and ginger ale. And we sit down on the edge of the building stone and just have like the best time of our life. But a security guard comes over and like taps us on the back and is like, hey, guys, like they know. I'm like, they know what? And he's like, the bartender told us you were high. We looked at each other and he said my eyes were red and his eyes were red. We were very obviously stoned and he's like, just go back to your hotel rooms, like don't make a scene. And we're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Cause like this is a big ass dude. We were genuinely scared to question this big ass dude. 
Josh Hutcherson and Seth Rogen. Fourth Twenty Friendly Future Man is the late show with Stephen Colbert. I had this idea that Seth's whole weed thing and smoking was all this bit. It's not. He said, halfway through shooting, we were out. We went outside to hang for a minute, and he literally, while directing, is smoking the marijuana. He has his location. He's like, ah, oh, man, my wife only gave me seven joints for the day. Hutcherson continued, I was like, seven? Whoa, man. Okay, if you're Seth Rogen and you're smoking seven joints, then you're Seth Rogen and you're smoking seven joints. Like, I'm pretty sure that man could smoke, like, ten or twelve in a day, like, one for every hour that he's awake. And it wouldn't even phase him because he'd need like something bigger or like a bowl or a vape or some edibles and a dab to fucking take that man down. Like same thing with Snoop. Like I would love to smoke with both of them, but I already guarantee you I could not keep up. Sean Mendez. I love weed, he said. I wouldn't tweet that. Not yet, but it's really good for me. When I'm home, I'll smoke and then play guitar for seven hours. Dude, Sean Mendez. When I used to smoke, bro. I would literally sit there for, like, the same amount of time, roughly. I would get distracted by other things. Like, I'd be sitting there playing a video game, and I would see my guitar sitting next to my desk. And between games, I'd pick it up and start playing to the point that, like, I went into a CSGO lobby with my big-ass microphone turned on and shit and just started playing guitar. And people were just standing around my character fucking dancing, and one dude started singing and, like... It was a really kind of surreal experience to be online with complete strangers and have this ride going on. Now, to avoid any further copyright, I'm going to cut that there. I'm only going to read half the article because I want you guys to go check it out for yourselves. Again, People Magazine, Celebrity Smoking Stories. Go check it out. Read the rest yourself. Invest a little bit in it. Like, have a good time. Smoke and then read it. You'll enjoy it a lot. Again, I'm sorry you can hear these dudes at the pool. Like, they're being really loud. I'm pretty sure at least one of them is, like, drank, and then there's, like, a little kid over there with them. So I don't know what's going on. But anyways, guys, that's my 420 episode. Go check out the rest of the article for yourself. Have yourself a good time. Stay high, stay awesome, stay lifted. And I will talk to everybody on the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Goodbye.